<laughs> I fucking love being hydrated, dude. It's one of my top one favorite things. <laughs> dude, are you ready for this movie, man? I'm pumped. Not as ready as I am to drink more of this water. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> We're almost done, dude. We're one away from being done with this series. This has been a blasty blast. Uh, I can't wait to talk about Take it. Take it back. Do, 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 do. Blasty blast. That. Nope. We do, don't do, say do, that do, on do. the podcast. <laughs> we don't. Not allowed. Um, you see the list of words we don't say. Tonight was... Okay, so we watched it. We're recording it right after. You guys are listening to it. They know the premise. The next day. That's the premise. The premise is, in case somebody's tuning it, the premise is this is the 500 Greatest Films podcast, except mm-hmm. right now it's not. Yeah. Because so no now one... we're at the 500 <laughs> and... 14? Yeah. 514 Greatest Movies? Yeah soon to be many more so we're doing these bonus episodes because the normal premise of the podcast is we have a guest over somebody that we know someone whom we respect and we watch a movie together and then we record our thoughts after and it's off of this disrespect list disrespect anybody mm, do no. i have no respect for anybody nolan fabricus oh well <laughs> the worst <laughs> that guy's the worst uh, uh we love him <laughs> um but um we have been on a hiatus because it's not appropriate to have people over to your place yet, and we want to make sure everybody's comfortable. So what Keller and I have been doing is we've been just veering off and watching whatever movies we want, but basically with a theme and with a series. Slash what you guys want. Exactly. You guys yeah. had a say. Y'all voted in the four options we gave you. Guess what? We're just going to do all four options. Yeah. But in the order that you voted on on Twitter. So we finished the Mission Impossible movies. We're almost done with Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because on the horizon is the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to get through a bad week. Yes, we do. But we're, we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And we have even more stuff planned for however long the quarantine is going to be. But this has been great because... I have seen Wes Anderson movies here and there, and you are a real lover of them. Yeah. You have all the criterions that have come out so far. Isle of Dogs. That's what we're waiting on. And they're awesome sets. And Keller, you've been watching the special feature. And like the cool thing for me personally is rewatching all these movies in the order that Wes Anderson directed them in and worked on them has made me like and kind of dislike movies that I didn't expect. Like we're, we're get, I'm getting to a movie that I'm like, I don't really, I don't remember liking this one as much. And then I like, like it way more. Mm-hmm. And we get to a movie that I remember really loving. And I'm like, it's, you know, it's pretty good, but it's lost a bit of its sheen. Tonight was one of those cases where, which sheen, huh? Which sheen, Charlie tonight was one of those cases where it was a movie that I remember enjoying, but tonight I enjoyed it the most. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. The most you've ever enjoyed this movie or the most of any of the movies we've watched? A little of both. What? Because, 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 because <laughs> like I love Fantastic Mr. Fox and mm-hmm. I love moments in Life Aquatic and, and now Royal Tenenbaums and all those other things. But I kind of was more familiar with those and I feel like I've only seen Grand Budapest once, maybe twice. So this is my second, maybe third time watching it. And I've mm-hmm. only seen I Love Dogs once, which now I'm really looking forward to rewatching, especially after we just did Fantastic Mr. Fox. But the thing that has made this so much fun, I want to get into it. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. Oh, wait, yeah. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting to my left is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's brilliant. You have to. You got to tell that story. You've been sitting on that. <laughs> Dude, you got to tell that story. You have to. Okay, so Keller has an adorable nephew, a seven-year-old nephew, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the the he's, coolest. He's the coolest most kid. Adorable, and awesome kid. A reason we know that he's the coolest though <laughs> is because he's learned to deflect. So it'd be like, uh, "Hey, do you want to 
He likes to play red. Uh, uh, well, he likes what? to play Red Dead. Okay, yeah. I'll give you the scenario. Hey man, do you want to go and like go go like rob this train? Uh, no, I can't. I can't. I gotta go do it tomorrow. You That's gotta, what he does. You gotta go do it tomorrow. <laughs> he says I can't. I go. I can't play. Uh, sorry, man. We gotta play tomorrow. And he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's learned to do a, a deflect. Too cool for school. Too cool for school. Deflect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> it's so um, disrespectful, but I'm not mad. It's not disrespectful. It he's like, is. no, he's not doing. He's not doing it to be disrespectful. No, but he's adults doing are. It. We are. You and I do it to be disrespectful. Oh, I'm you disrespecting you yeah. hard right now. <laughs> if I'm like, hey, I haven't man. even said hi to the podcast yet. Yeah. If I'm like, hey man, uh, you want to say hi? To, uh, say hi, Keller. Okay. <laughs> like, there's not it's even so an actual sound. To I it. love it. Okay. I want. <laughs> I want everybody listening right now to like add that to their vernacular yeah, to just yeah, be like, yeah. okay it feels so good to say it too. It's, uh, <laughs> it feels so good to have act like you're gonna go play minecraft right after <laughs> like it feels so good to i mean it's it's fucked up but like if a loved one says something earnestly like hey hector you want to come do this thing okay okay like <laughs> oh my god oh hector i haven't talked to you in so long can we zoom call later okay 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 yeah okay <laughs> it feels great oh, all right man i've That's, been getting it with everybody yeah i've been getting everybody with it yeah yeah it's so good um all we right. got we got a lot to <laughs> we got a lot to talk about tonight we have a special treat for fans of this movie and we also have some really great reviews to read at the end of the episode so like we got a bunch of stuff to get into and on top of that our overall thoughts and on top of that are up to this point thoughts on all of the Wes Anderson filmography. So Keller, get that old British motherfucker. Get out of here, man. Out of that tiny little service elevator. Get him out. It's cool that we got a service elevator. We upgraded him. He was in the cupboard under the stairs, but now he lives in a service elevator. And it just goes to the roof of our one-story place, and then he just sleeps there. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not allowed to sleep in the indoors. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Get this guy out here and tell us what movie we're talking about tonight. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you want to read this for us? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. It's British guy. Come on, British guy. Okay. <laughs> it's funny in any accent. It's so funny. All right. Stuffy British guy, what movie are we talking about tonight? The Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> 2014. Director Wesley Wales Anderson. <laughs> I was trying to take a sip of my Corona, man. You got me with that Budapest. That was great. Okay. Church giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Typically stylish, but deceptively thoughtful. The Grand Budapest Hotel finds which Anderson once again using ornate visual environments to explore deeply emotional ideas. Wesh Anderson, is that what you said? <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Bye, guy. Oh, man. That was great. That was great. Budapest Hotel got me good. Um, yeah, I love how vaguely European this movie is. But the, but the thing that I, that I really love about that uh, description from Rotten Tomatoes, which sums up what all the critics' consensus was, is that it kind of summed up how I felt about the movie tonight, which was I really enjoyed it even more than the previous times I've seen it. Yeah. And it's because I was reminded of the like deceptively thoughtful because I knew that this movie was Wes Anderson at his Wes Andersoniest. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody said in 2014 when this movie came out. They're like, oh, he has gone full 
full on like you know it's not even widescreen but it's also even different for him it is which is oh man and it is and it is the most animated-esque of his live action movies yes easily mm-hmm. easily easily mm-hmm. um and but but that's the thing so like i knew all of that going into it i knew i was it was going to be beautiful i knew it was going to have a great cast but then i forgot every single here's the other thing sidebar real quick this is Wes Anderson's Avengers movie. This is Wes Anderson's like Fast Five. But also every one of his movies is the Avengers It movies. is, but this one, more than any of them, really, that's, yeah. that's the other reason I enjoyed it so much. The only thing it isn't, mm. it's like, uh, I feel like Luke Wilson is Edward Norton and Edward Norton is right, right. Mark Ruffalo. That sort of role. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hulk? Yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> Has Ruffalo been in any one of these? No. No, he'd Edward, be great. Edward Norton would be heartbroken though. True. He would. He no, can't do, do both. it. He can't do it. Get both of them in one movie. They'd, they'd be, be fine. Great. They'd be great. Yeah. There, and then there has to like get Eric Bana in there too. All three of them. Ooh. All three of them in one. Lou one Ferrigno. scene. Yeah. Sure. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Wes Anderson use Lou Ferrigno in one of his movies. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That would but be like great. the reason I had the most fun with it tonight. Okay. Too, by the is, end, you have to pick. You have to pick the next person. I'll also next, pull up the cast for the next one. Thank you. Thank you. You, you have, have to, to pick the next what? The next. Actor who hasn't actor who hasn't, who hasn't worked who with Wes Anderson who'd be perfect. Jump in and who'd oh, be perfect. Oh man, that's a great that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna think on that. But we decided. Well, we already talked about some people who'd be perfect. We have. I yeah. forget. I even forget who who mm-hmm, they were. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to say that to just try to wrap up my point. The reason I had so much fun with the cast in this one tonight was because. When I saw Grand Budapest, like I enjoyed it, and I definitely recognized so many great actors that I enjoy. But to see this movie in order after Wes Anderson does all of his other movies, mm-hmm. it really felt like a oh man, he grabbed this actor from this movie, this actor from this movie, this actor from this movie. How fun! Like Adrian Brody did not do a Wes Anderson movie with Edward Norton, and now they're in scenes together with Jeff Goldblum, and now you know that sort of thing of like. I think I think he was able to grab some some and how happy was I to see Bob, Bob Balaban, Bob Balaban from mm-hmm. Moonrise Kingdom because yeah. I was like he was my dude in Moonrise that I went where has he been all my Wes Anderson life this guy's yeah, perfect he is perfect and when he showed up as part of that little secret society too of, much salt not uh, enough pepper yeah the little secret society of like again basically uh, cross it's keys. of the the cross society keys of the cross keys aka Wes Anderson's faves that are just going to yeah, help out Avengers. Ray Fiennes the Avengers the little secret Avengers um it was so much fun even seeing like Fisher Stevens and like okay. Bill Murray and like who yeah. is the best Gustav in the Avengers which avenger is Gustav this is you who's wait who's Gustav uh, Ray Fiennes Gustav. yeah um who is he in the Avengers? He's got to be Tony Stark. Yeah, easy. Because he's kind of a dick. He's wheeling, he's dealing. He's wheeling, he's dealing. He sleeps he's got around, a heart. but he's got a heart of gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he brings in, oh my God, and Tony Revolori was learns. in Spider-Man, but he brings in a young kid under his yeah, wing, just yeah. like Tony Stark does. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's Tony what that's is. Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. In this, in this scenario, <laughs> in this scenario yeah. Tony Revolori is Peter Parker. True. And Ray Fiennes' character is Tony Stark. Yeah. And Adrian Brody's character is like Loki? And no, Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin. Yeah, <laughs> as always. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yet to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> so we got oh. a little bit of a sneak peek. That's cool. Oh my god. Honestly, if they bring back if they brought back J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, here's the thing. Don't make don't make me sidebar into this because I will disagree with you all day. I, I love know you Willem don't Dafoe. want Willem Dafoe to come like, back though. Like J.K. Simmons is the one that I'm like, you get one. 
Yeah. You get one. I know. Matthew McConaughey's got to be. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As a new Norman mm-hmm. Osborn, all right, all right, all right. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's another reason I enjoy the cast so much. But then to go back, back even further to my first point, the Rotten Tomatoes thing said, this thing is deceptively thoughtful. And to me, Grand Budapest does not have as many... I don't know. I don't know if this moments. is unfair. It doesn't have as many personal emotional moments. When well, it's I say, also moving too fast for you to sit in it. And also, it is. but that's on purpose. And it's an at ensemble. And it's fun. And it's zippy. And they don't want you to dwell yes. on the feelings until it's supposed to because until that's the way to. the story set up. Yes. However, that's totally fair. And F. Murray I, Abraham being like, I'm not talking about Agatha until he realizes yeah. he has to talk about Agatha yeah. because she's central to the story and the action hero that saves all their lives. And for me, a moment that could, that could if I'm if I'm really letting myself get into this thing, a moment I could legit tear up, even though it is still played so perfectly proper and prim by all the actors, are the both times where Zero is about to get like arrested by some fascists for and being like an they make eye contact or <sighs> those uh, moments that I'm like that's what, like Wes sneaking some stuff in and it's funny because with Moonrise Kingdom we talked about is this Wes Anderson's whitest film mm-hmm. and this feels like is this his most diverse film is this his film that has like broached these topics the most sort in his Wes Anderson way where he talks about you know acceptance and 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 yeah prejudice and, and you know what I mean I feel it feels like it is you know and and it feels like he's talking about these things with a backdrop that is the most whimsical and yet especially post Trump especially post 2016 but also even pre Trump true in 2014 Shit was good and yeah, bad absolutely so absolutely i mean if, of course of course so that's a reason i love the film so what i meant when i said it doesn't have as many personal emotional moments we're talking darjeeling has personal moments between yeah. family royal tenenbaums and most between of these family. are just like in a line yeah or in a moment moments they're lines it doesn't dwell on anything correct except and for it's, like maybe two things and even the moment where i also love this moment and i think it's very emotional but it's also like as funny as it is emotional is where um uh i keep forgetting ray finds his character's name gustav gustav mm-hmm. research gustav it's not musgrave why do i think it's I'm what positive okay it's, not it's gustav musgrave. gustav monsieur Monsieur Gustav. Gustav? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Gustav okay. H? Gustav Don't worry. H. Don't pull worry. the book I'll out. I'll pull out the book that says everybody's name, and the, we're going to be like, oh, wait. Yeah. Good thing we spent all this time on <laughs> Keller being right. <laughs> the Criterion. Gorgeous collection. Gorgeous collection. Gustav. Uh, M. Gustav. That's what it was. The M. That's what I wanted. Monsieur Gustav. Monsieur Gustav. Monsieur Gustav. The moment where he gets real horrific to zero because he's crawling through shit he came out of the prison but he says like why did you leave your country which you know only and needs he just this, gets this real and this. racist about real it real racist and and then zero comes right back at him he goes the war and it's like it's still whimsical and very very vague on purpose and this isn't real countries and this is you know it's all vaguely european but but that moment where he says that it feels like it's it could be applied to to stories that go into what it is to be a refugee. Or just the and eternal he, refugee crisis it, eternal. that's happening everywhere. Eternal. And and Ray Fiennes recognizes that and profu- profusely apologizes in his like classy, you know, upper mm-hmm. crust way, but it's so heartfelt. And and then he recites a poem and he's like, I have to stop you right there because alarms have sounded, but let's, you know. But like even that moment, which is as funny as it is, heartfelt, is very quick, it's very zippy. And, and it's- like, We're brothers. Yes, 
And that's the closest we get to like a moment in the film that is about family Mm -hmm. because at that point it's found family and these two characters have become brothers or like father and son and it's beautiful and it's great. So that's the stuff that I kind of forgot that was in the film and surprised me more than anything because again, I knew it was going to be funny and knew it was going to have a good time. I knew it was going to be gorgeous to look at. I knew it was going to have a stellar cast, Mm -hmm. but rewatching it, I'm like, damn, I forgot how funny some of the moments are. What the fuck is this? What's this? What's what the fuck is with oh, this shit? The, <laughs> with with the, the with painting. the painting, yeah. Oh, there's so many, so many great lines, I and I misquoted even, it, but I apologize. Yeah, I but know just it, like, yeah. there's so many great lines. Adrian Brody's very funny. Ray Fiennes movie. is hysterical. Yes, he's and, so many. Oh, what's this ghastly varnish? Yeah, I'm talking about. Her. Oh no, yeah. It's not that it's. It's not that I don't like it. I'm physically repulsed by it. (laughs) (laughs) He could tear you down and you're like, keep it coming. I love it. Call me darling and I feel fine. Yeah. It's just, it's just, oh my God. And then that scene where he, where he confronts Adrian Brody because he's like, you know, something, something about my mother. And he goes, I go to bed with all my friends. Punches him. Then Tony Rivalori punches him. Then Willem Dafoe punches him. And then he gets back up and he goes, if I found out that, and he goes, I thought I was an effing yeah. F word. Yeah. You know? And he goes, you are, but you're bisexual. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just so, like, that's, it's so stupid funny and so smart funny. Um, yeah. So that, those are my overall thoughts is that this might be my favorite live action of his films. It might overtake. Life Aquatic, I believe, is what That's I had what highest was, yeah. ranked because mm-hmm. the things I love about Life Aquatic, the artistry of it, I get in this. Mm-hmm. I get. Yeah. And the things that I love about Darjeeling and Royal Tenenbaums and, and you know, moments in Moonrise Kingdom and stuff, I get in this. Plus, this has a little bit of that political bite to it. It's got a, it's got a little bit of something to say. True. It's got a little bit of something to say. Po- politically. The other ones had something to say. They did. They did. And it's, and it's, it's tough because it's like... Yeah, they, no, you're right. They did. Moonrise Kingdom, we talked about how that's about how parents can mean well but completely fuck up. Yeah. And how traumatized kids can be even if it seems that they're fine. And all of that stuff that's really vital, really important and everything. But I, I watched this politically, and I'm like... Politically. And that is, that, that's even political because it's... Moonrise Kingdom, I mean. Because oh, yeah. it's about... You know, making sure that like you're... like It's talking about how... If or also just know, like watching it... I don't know. It also says something maybe about masculinity, just like yes. all of his foster brothers are like these bros in white t-shirts, like flicking cigarettes, ashes on family. them. Or that's the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other brothers, yeah. But his his like his um, foster brothers, his foster brothers, to... yeah. Even the camp boys. No, it yeah. does, and it's and it's set in the '60s mm-hmm. again for a reason, different era with masculinity, and you've got Bruce Willis for a very specific reason. He gave the kids some beer, like mm-hmm. that's what that whole movie's about. That's what that whole movie's about, and. At some point, watching a film like that, it's not going to be considered political, but we got to remember, like, there's still many parts of the world that will see something like that or a movie that talks about that and go, oh, you guys, you're just cramming that in there. That's bullshit. That's not real. That's not real problems. Don't mm-hmm. talk about it. It wasn't until the 80s that therapy became less stigmatized. Like, we're all barely. evolving. Barely. We're it's all like evolving. maybe just now getting less stigmatized. Barely. <laughs> barely are we having people being like, no, everybody should be in therapy all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Barely. Um. So yeah, you're right. All of his, all of his movies, everything is inherently political. Yes, yes, yes. But when you get to a movie that literally has characters from oh, like this countries easily, that are refugees into other countries, like it's about post World War One yes, in yes. that place Absolutely. where Germany blew up in fascism and yeah, bunch of real jerks, bunch of real jerkheads. Anyway, those are my overall thoughts, man. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's gonna be a four star film for me. What the fuck? 
Maybe. <laughs> Guess what? Guys, Hector gave another movie four stars today. He's uh From ocean to ocean. One of my <laughs> biggest regrets in my life is showing Hector Letterboxd. Yeah, it's great. Letting him know what that is because they have a five-star ranking system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and people get Hector mad at me that I don't do half-star. That I don't even do half-star. I'm like, Hector nah. abuses it. Yeah. <laughs> he gave... It's just... Okay, this movie's four stars. Yeah. Tell me everything you liked about it real quick. Just give me the five bullet points that you liked about this movie. <laughs> Political. Yep. Uh, hilarious. Yep. Beautiful to look at. Yep. Heartfelt. Yep. Um, Jude Law. Okay. Uh, all right. Aquaman, um, here we go. An octopus that plays drums. Okay. Seahorses. It's in 3D. Imagine it, if this movie was it, in 3D. Yeah. Oh God, it would be so. Thank you for thank you for pulling me away from making an ass of myself. But imagine if if no, you've already done. Yeah, that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> he gave Aquaman four stars. I did. And he also it's gave probably, this four stars. Probably a three star film, Aquaman. If I'm being honest, three stars. Thank you. Yeah. Will you give it that? Yes. Will you do that? And I will keep Wonder Woman at four. I think she's at four, and I put Birds of Prey five. I love Birds uh, of Prey. I understand. Yeah. And that's okay. Loved it. As long as you don't. I need you not to give. I'm glad that it took this to make yeah. you realize that it's like, okay, I probably should do that. Yeah, Aquaman is, is ambitious, though. But here's the fun it thing is. this it movie's is. ambitious and, and pulls also, it off. And pulls it off. I almost want to see who directed Aquaman? Uh, oh, James Wan. Yeah, I want Saw. James Wan to get. Uh, I want him to get like his own like auteur project yeah i don't want him to have to work on a property and it's not horror either. i don't want oh yeah because it's because he's been doing the conjuring stuff and you know and and that's awesome but i would love to see him do him do like an adventure movie that yeah. isn't uh it's like an original ip yeah, yeah and yeah. also have someone else do the soundtrack the the soundtrack okay not the score score is awesome fair enough score it's um it's mark mother's body as hell oh it's yeah because it's all cynthia and 80s it's, now it's we're just a, talking about aquaman the score true. for aquaman was i think it's harry star movie gregson aquaman. Williams, okay. That guy, I like he, it. he also did Wonder Woman. He's cool, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. A bunch of stuff, but yeah, it's really good. But who who did the score for Grand Budapest? Uh, Alexander Desplat. Yes, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And the little Russian guy dancing in the credits. Oh, that was so good. Stay for the credits, he's y'all. So funny. Yeah, he's really and he fun. doesn't even show up at first. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Wes Anderson will keep you for the credits. Yeah, he works to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go through Oh, it. first of all, Moonrise Kingdom, best credits like ever. No, Sue George singing oh, that's true. throughout that's the entire true, that's credits true. is yeah. the best credits yeah. ever. Yeah, I just love the design of Oh, it's so much fun. And Moonrise. the dots uh, on yeah. the sides with the metronome. Yeah. And you actually being able to hear the stereo yeah. and the speakers. And how they break it's down the, the orchestra and the score mm-hmm. and the instrument. That's fun. But yeah, good good credits in this. I mean, yeah, man. This is just four star, maybe five. The thing is, if I give this five stars... It's going to surpass Fantastic Mr. Fox. And that's my fave. So I'll have to give Fantastic Mr. Have Fox to do five it, stars. But you don't have to do it that way. And that's also okay. That's also okay. That's also okay. Because it's like a perfect, they're like perfect. I, I can't. I don't think I can fault this movie. No. I think I might even have to, like, this is a 10? Is this movie yeah. a 10 it's out a of 10. 10? It's a 10. Like, it's a 10. Impeccable is casting. It, is it your favorite Wes Anderson film? No. It's still Life Aquatic. Life, this is my number four. Really? Yeah. Wait, run through those. You got Life Aquatic number one. Number two? Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Solid. Still, number three? Just kidding. I don't know. I'm not like this. It's top. Uh, no, it is still Fantastic Mr. Fox. Then number three? And then number three is Tenenbaums. And then, then this. this. Yeah. That's still solid. 
Oh, it's super like and those. I you, you have very legitimately personal... love yeah. all of those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all on your ranking system. Those are all fives for me. So again, you know. Oh, totally. And again, where whereas tonight I thought we were going to watch Grand Budapest Hotel, and I knew I was going to enjoy it, but it was going to be fall somewhere in the middle for me. Is what I honestly thought because I was like, I remember liking this. I just remember it wasn't my favorite subject matter f- compared to other Wes Anderson films. Blah it's, blah blah blah. It's a, right. It all, there's not a learning curve, but it is a different. It's different pace. Yes, it's a different, different look. Different experience. It's darker. And uh, yeah. And I think the thing, and I think the thing that made me the most prepped for it was honestly watching all the rest every of his movies. Every single one, and so watching everything happen. Everything, yeah. Watching that evolution made me the most ready to take this in tonight and realize how and amazing just, it, it is. Also, is uh, it's like Easter eggs, seeing all the yep. people come oh, back. It's such so a blast. satisfying seeing people from. It was like cheering when I'm like, oh early yeah, on. when like yeah. Owen Wilson shows up at the yeah. end. I'm like, yeah, dude, he made Wally it. Wally Wallodarsky. Yeah. Oh shit, it's that guy from the train. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the kids from Moonrise, and there's the second kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it was it was fun, man. Mm-hmm. Lucas Hedges, big deal What's, now. Yeah, I know that's true. That's his name. And what's the other kid's name? I forgot. No, that kid's name. Uh, what are, what are your overall thoughts, Keller? Uh, it I like I was saying fourth it's fave, but, fourth fave, but ten out of ten. Yeah, it is his best movie. Yeah, maybe it's his best movie. Like it, best live action. There's easily. no fat. I know. It's so goddamn zippy. Entertaining. It's so funny. Everybody, nobody's phoning it in. Uh, the sets are so beautiful. The miniatures are so fun. Um, yep. The music's amazing. Yep. Uh, and and the I political know it's thing, great. Like it it's is, just frosting. It's very. It's good. It's you know. It's frosting. It does color the world, mm-hmm. and it does make you understand the world almost immediately. And you love the Paddington films. And this and rips off. Paddington, vice versa. I mean, Paddington rips us off oh, big time. Totally. The pastries, yeah. Uh, the prison sequence, yeah. where he um, get, gets. Honestly, in... I'm not saying I'm mad. No, no, I'm no, not no. mad. No kid could see this movie. Correct. That's what I but was. But also, say. like you said last time, anybody could. But no, they couldn't. Like, why not? That's, that painting there's... is graphic. Oh yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> and there's also like some nudity with that well, one of the older women that he's oh, in yeah. bed with. But it's and like the old two man seconds. singing. While he's getting sprayed down. Yeah. You just see his butt crack. I still, I still, I still say that out of all of his films, with all the swearing, all the sort of adult subject matter, there's some swears in this. This is a fuck a lot. There's some swears in this. There's some, there's some stylized violence, fingers getting chopped Mm -hmm, off and whatnot. mm -hmm. I still, and I'm not a parent. That's like jarring violence. It is. That shocks you the first time those fingers fall. I'm like, what a cartoon. And I loved watching the special feature because in the it just shows Wes Anderson like sitting down next to all those fingers and very <laughs> meticulously with a squeeze bottle squirting blood just and looking on the monitor and then squirting a little blood and looking back at the monitor. It's it's like That's amazing. We can't get the special effects the guy to do this. It's not gonna look right. Yeah. He's gotta do so it. So he'll just do it. I love that. I um, do love that. It, I'm not a parent, so don't listen to me. I have no valid opinion. But if I had a kid or was babysitting a kid, we gotta or find a kid. We gotta find some kid off the streets. Yeah, mm-hmm. kidnap that kid. Come in here and show him movies. This is sad. That's it terrifying. Sad. It's terrifying. Don't. Yeah, let's and then, start with and then let them free. <laughs> Go <laughs> send, Take them back home. <laughs> show them all the West Anderson yeah, movies. With and a, let them go. With a crisp hundred dollar bill in his pocket. It's Man. fine. I I wish someone had done that to me as a child, not kidnap me but or like, whatever. Been like, yeah. hey man, we're gonna watch all these movies that you've always wanted to see, but you've you know, never been allowed you know how to. Bad, 
I would have loved if I had a cool ass neighbor growing up that was like, I got a bunch of movies. Yeah. And like your folks can come over and watch them, but if you want to come over and watch movies, that already or sounds Or just take creepy. a movie home if you want. Come over true. and borrow a movie. But I'm the neighbor with a 3D TV and I would have loved, like that. Oh, true. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, well. No kids. What I was going to say was, <laughs> if I had a kid who watched this, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, well, you wa- you saw it. It's yeah, fine. there's nothing you can You're do fine. about it. You're fine. There's worse and things. And they're going to be fine. Yeah, there's worse things you can you watch. You have to maybe explain a few things. I know. Yeah. And then it's like... That's good. Good discussion. something adults do. Yeah. But it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we definitely watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Guys, it is. <laughs> and I think pretty soon, maybe all these will, as soon as they're like, rated our movies are okay. <laughs> Which will never happen. <laughs> Which sucks. Didn't because all those Fox movies. I wish there was a Fox. They gave Daryl Hannah a furry butt in Splash, dude. A furry butt? Did you not know about this? What does this mean? So Daryl Hannah plays the mermaid. Yes, Splash. I know. I know. Just explain. And at one point, what you mean by at, a at the furry end butt. of the movie, she runs back into the ocean, and, and they just blurted out. They extended they her hair, fur. her her golden hair that went down to like the back of her back. Yeah. To just keep going down to cover her butt, and it looks fake. Yeah. Like it's so bad. It's so bad. Which again, dude, I love Disney Plus. It's a great resource. It's a great place to but watch. But why do like, that? That's like physical uh, media. Physical. If you love a movie, if you're, if you're, and if also you, it's like when Walmart used to, uh, like, edit the curse words out of did CDs they? and stuff. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, at least would they ever sell the explicit version or no? I don't think so. Walmart. I think until on. they got in trouble or something. Good. Yeah, that's would like because maybe they would do it and not advertise it or something. I, think I don't know. They so did. now they have to have a sticker that's like, "This is a Walmart." This one says cusses. Yeah, this is. A, I'm not, we're not cussing you. This says cusses. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. The winner's always going to be physical media. Always, Easy. always, always. Man, get these criterions. They're amazing. They're so nice. They're Will amazing. you own any of these? I like the Fantastic Mr. Fox one, and I'm really liking this Grand Budapest You're one. You're giving these five stars. I know, man. You give them both those movies I five know, stars man. as of and today. It's like, uh, you so love fun. these movies? I do. I really do. <laughs> I'm going to shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a fun treat. We, um, I got a story to tell you. So, the and cool we got thing reviews. is, yeah, we got some reviews to read, which I want to get to. Um, and we also need to let everybody know where to watch the next movie, but we'll do that at the end. We still have some time. We're like, we're good on time, but here's a cool thing. So much time. Here's a fun story that I want to tell. One of the great things about living in LA is that sometimes you get cool opportunities and cool places. And one of the things I've been lucky enough to be asked to do is to go do screen junkie stuff with all Mm -hmm. of our pals, Joe Starr and everybody at screen junkies, Dan Merle and everybody there. And I've done some movie fights and stuff. I got to meet Tony Revolori. Yeah. I got to meet the star of the Grand Budapest Hotel. His first movie. Um, which is just that he's so good so in this here's, movie. So here's the story, right? I met him. I don't at, remember how good he was in this I movie. I know. And 17. Like, there's so many little just eye moments. I love or the moment. Little reaction moments. I love the moment where it's early on in the film where he's taking. Uh, in fact, it's when he's talking to Rafe Fiennes, like for the first time, and Rafe is handing him something, mm-hmm. and he's like taking the key, and his hand does a thing. It's so subtle. Where Tony Revolori like goes to reach for it and then it comes back down. <clears throat> and then he goes to reach it again, but it's like slightly just different. Just does it over and over again. And, yeah, like and trying then to grab it. At one point, he even goes like this. Like he like reaches <laughs> he a reaches different from way. Underneath. Ah, man, he's fantastic. So I got to meet the guy, and it's so cool because so super nice. We got to geek out about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's in Spider Man, and I'm chatting his You're a fan ass of off about that. Yeah, a, a little I bit. Is a fan of Spider Man. So that's been super cool. And the other neat thing is for Nerdist, I went to go. Um, cover the Avengers Endgame 
premiere. Mm-hmm. So I'm on like the purple carpet and it was purple. People are walking by me Why and are we giving avoiding Thanos me. That? Why are we letting they, Thanos have that? Because he won, dude. No, he, he didn't. won. So he like, doesn't get the carpet. I, what I, if I, he did walk down the carpet? Oh, yeah. this is going well for me. <laughs> this is the, what I want. It does put a smile on my face. I'd be like, Thanos, then, Thanos, come talk to me, Thanos. <laughs> so this is your first movie. What do you? Uh, yeah, uh, you just stepped yeah. on that person. Uh, so you've come a long way. You didn't get the part of Grimace in the '90s for McDonald's, and now you're here. Mm-hmm, How does it feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. It feels good. <laughs> I don't know. But like, I got to go do this premiere, and I had an opportunity to talk to like some great people in the film and, and, you know, talk to Chris Hemsworth for like two seconds, you know, just super, super quick. But like I talked to Linda Cardellini for a little bit and I was like, I'm a huge fan. This is amazing. But yeah. then Tony Revolori, because we had become buds, mm-hmm. like saw me it's from like, across. Oh, He's like, I'm like, Oh, Tony, come talk to us, man. You know? And that was so cool. And, yeah. and so the great thing is, is that, like I said, he's the nicest guy. We got to geek out about stuff. And we also got to talk about, I think we bonded on like, why representation matters and Mm -hmm. you know we're on the same page about that stuff and he's such a great guy because we're doing this podcast i told keller keller if you during the course of your special feature if you got any questions for mr tony revelori let me know i'll shoot him over to him i'll see if he's see if he says anything if you know he's a busy guy i'll see if he says anything i watched i combed the special feature (laughs) i watched the special feature for hours and uh I only had two questions. <laughs> <laughs> the questions were pretty great. Um, I'm going to let you guys reverse engineer the questions uh, based off the answer. Do you want to be do the answer first? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I yeah. should do the do questions it. first. Okay, do you remember because, the questions? Okay, yeah, yes, read I wrote your them answer. down. Here. Uh, I, I, I hit him up and I said, hey, man, we're watching Grand Budapest tonight. Like, we're doing this podcast. Um, my roomie had a question I wanted to pass along to you. This was Keller's question. Why don't you read both of those right there? Okay. Because they're pretty great. How do you feel knowing... <laughs> You're going to look like F. Murray Abraham one day. <laughs> Question number one. Question number two. And what will your Amadeus obsession be? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, sorry. I, said, I only I had said, F. Murray Abraham yeah, questions. I said, thanks for looking at our stupid questions. Like, I hope you're doing well. He hit me back up. He goes, uh, he, go, he, he said, hey, man, this is great. Ha, ha, ha. Love it. He said, excited that I'll look like that. He's a handsome man and I'll get whiter, LOL, is what he said, which is just the funniest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with this quarantine, we're all getting whiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then with what his, what his what's your Amadeus going to be? He said, one of my top five favorite movies is Amadeus. So I think it's going to be me not getting being in the eventual remake of Amadeus. That's what's going to be. And oh, I'm like, he's going to be in it. So now we got to start hashtag. Yeah, Tony Revolori for Amadeus, like that uh, is amazing. Revolori for Salieri. Revolori for Salieri. An easy hashtag. So easy to spell. Many vowels. Both names easy to spell. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna. Revolori for Salieri. Yeah, easy. Salieri. Easy to say. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Uh, and he was nice enough to say that we could read those on the podcast, which it, which I think is great. So if you guys aren't already following Tony Revolori, like follow him on social media stuff. Um, he's fantastic. Se- seek out his work. Seek out his work. Uh, Watch this. I, the dude's yeah. first movie he's ever been in. He's in a fucking Criterion. Dude. He gets slapped by Harvey Keitel. He gets to punch Adrian Brody. He gets punched by Willem Dafoe. Like, yeah, it's the best, man. It's gets the best. to ride on a bobsled with Ray Fiennes. Yep. <laughs> Spend the whole time. Anyway, uh, thanks again, Tony, for answering yeah, those dumb you. questions. And I am, you know, I'm a huge Marvel you guy. It. Like I, You crushed it. And I really, really hope that, that those 
Marvel films get to a point where like we can see Flash Thompson Ooh, do some cool please, shit. Please. Because you asked me too or earlier in the day, like, you're like, he's a thing, right? You're like, he what is what is his in character the... in the comics? And I'm like, yeah, dude, he gets the Venom symbiote, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not like going to be Toe for Grace. We also yeah. talked about tonight, <laughs> or Tom Hardy, <laughs> or Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, first name Christopher. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, man, Grand Budapest is great. Keller, why don't you pull up some reviews? Do we got some new stuff to okay. read? Okay. Got to give me a second. Take your time. Vamp. Vamp, bro. I got nothing, dude. Bro, vamp. That's it. I got nothing. I drank my beer. Bro, I drank my Corona. You're fucking. You got me real good with up. with Grand Budapest earlier. Grand Budapest. And you even said like Wes Anderson. <laughs> oh, we got him via email. I'm sorry. Oh, cool. Which our email is 500 greatest films at gmail.com at gmail.com 500 greatest films mm-hmm. at gmail.com. You can send us reviews. You can send us comments, whatever. And you look this over, and they said it's cool to read. Because yeah. we got a really nice first. First one is in response to uh, uh, a pronunciation a question. Because we messed yeah. up, we last mispronounced. Time, yeah, Elin Saldivar. Elin Saldivar. We read their review last time, and, and uh, Elin hit us back. What did Elin say? It's pronounced Elin. Said, "Hey, dipshit." <laughs> just kidding. He said, "Hello." Or he said, "Thank you from Elin." Hello. Just wanted to respond about my name's pronunciation again. Huge apologies. I'm really sorry. Yeah, apologies. It's pronounced Elin with a hard E. Mm. Thank you very much for reading my review, and thank you for the advice. Elin, I think our advice was like, just go. Stay f- in just school. Stay don't in school, stay. but also, it's like, just go for it, and whatever happens, happens. Don't put the pressure on yourself to be like, I, I don't think. To, I got to be a No, that wasn't it. That, that was, was a different it. one. No, Elin's in film one. school. No. Oh, majoring in English to be a screenwriter. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Okay, okay, okay. So we were like, yeah, yeah, just don't. This is what convinced him to make the switch. Oh, my God. So the pressure's on us, dude. Elin, please get straight A's. Otherwise, we failed. Yeah. As inspirational podcasters. Yeah. Uh, good thing we uh, teach that class in screenwriting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Elin, wink, take our class. Much. Easy A. Yeah. Perfect day. Perfect day. Yeah. Here's here's my lesson in screenwriting. <laughs> like day one. Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Jedi. We didn't talk Knives about out. that. Enough said. Knives out. Pulling inspiration from Grand Budapest. I feel like it did. So we're calling out Paddington for ripping off Grand Budapest. This we're is calling a out zippy murder mystery. mystery. Yeah. And I you guess said, I can't. You said knock a nice. That, but. You said a nice thing, which is because to be fair, I really love Knives Out for a lot of the same reasons. Uh-huh. It's zippy. There's a political message in there, right? Some brown people doing pretty good. But the this m- one. That one's more on the nose. Uh, of course. But, and this is not a knock on the movie because I think that Knives Out, it, 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 it's so brilliant at, at emulating all of those other films in that genre that we love or mm-hmm. stories in that genre that we love. Agatha Christie, so on and so forth. Keller, you said, you're like, oh, Ryan Johnson definitely watched this movie a lot. Yeah. But like as he was doing Knives Out or before Knives Out. And I went, yeah, I could see that. Or at that. least has seen it a lot. I could see that. And that's, I think more of Not like knock. the highest praise for yeah. both. It's like, great. Yes. Good. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it, but that would be okay. my screenwriting class. I'd yeah. be like, I'd be like, Luke should throw the lightsaber. It's the only thing he can do. Yeah. That's all he can do. <laughs> He's a worthless sack of shit. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> Did you finish that movie? He's a hero at the end. What? Yeah. In uh, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When are we doing Rise of Skywalker, dude? You have to. You said you have to watch the other two before you will. I do. I do. I so I'm to. waiting on that. Okay. Okay. That's okay. what I've I'll been waiting. On. Okay. On. I'll get on it. I'll get on it. I'll get Fuck. On it. I'll get on it. I'll, I'll get on it. I'll get on okay. it. Okay. All right. What's our next email from a uh, listener? Subject: Google Podcasts don't have reviews because reasons. 
That's okay. That's fair. I'm Thank sorry. You. Thank Actually, you for you know what? Listening it's not to us okay. Google, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. What the fuck, Google it's fine. Podcasts? It's fine. <laughs> Add a review section. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Google Podcasts and you're like, hey, yeah, I can't review it. Shoot us an email. Shoot, don't shoot us shoot an us email. A, shoot us well, a text. definitely shoot as, us an email as, as well, but also shoot Google Podcasts an email. If you're going to shoot one email off. If, if you've you have only, to if pick you've only one got email. it in it in you, if you've only got it in you to I've only shoot got one so email, many characters in my email, then address. you shoot it over to us. Okay, we'll handle Google. Shoot it on over. We'll take care of Google. Or send an email and then text us. Yeah, text us. Yeah, Twitter us. Call. Twitter us. If you guys fax us your review, Slide that works. To the DMs, send a pigeon. Hello, Hector and Keller. <gasps> you and your guests brought me joy through your jokes, analysis, <laughs> and information on these films. The podcast has made me has made even the rough to watch movies worth it in the end. What? I wonder if they've seen Flesh. Oh my god. Here's to eight more years and however many bonus episodes it <gasps> takes along the way. Get your flips in, boys. I wonder if anybody has Get quit your flips in, boys. Quit what? This podcast because oh, yeah. they watched Flesh. <laughs> oh no. Like you said, even the rough oh, to watch no. movies worth it in the end. Someone just like got halfway through Flesh and was like, I'm uh, sorry, you know y'all. What? I'm out. But here's the thing. How many episodes was that in? That was already like, we were already like I know. 50. We got him. We held him a while. Because well, that was in the bottom 50, right? Mm-hmm. So that's less than Cheers. 50 episodes. Kevin. Kevin first mm-hmm. of all, I Kevin. Got, we got a PS also. Kevin, Kevin, thank you. So, well, we'll get to the PS in a second. Yeah. But firstly, let's respond to Kevin's email. Kevin, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. We so appreciate the kind words. Thank you for watching we these appreciate bad the, movies the, the and cheers. these good movies. And to the eight more. Yeah. Yeah. Thank We're going to do this. The permission to get our flips in, in brother. That's Thank what it's you. all about. That's what it's all about. Love it. And what's a PS? What kind of actor would you like to see as Mark Spector slash Moon Knight in the upcoming D plus series? That was for me, right? That wasn't for both of us. Uh, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about Moon Knight. Tell I me think about it should be. Uh, tell me about who should play Moon Knight. Ray Fiennes. Disney Plus. Wow. Wow. You love it. You know. <laughs> you love it. You know what's funny? The character of Moon Knight. Is a bit of a ripoff of Batman. Yeah. In Marvel Comics, he's yeah. different, but he has some similarities. He also has mm-hmm. like a a mechanic butler that helps him. Mechanic butler. Who's French? Okay. That dude should be Ray, Ray Fiennes. Fiennes, but he's not oh. French. No, but he could do a French. No, accent. it should be. Uh, Who should it be? Who should it be? The bad the bad guy from Quantum of Solace. No, no. Uh, Matthew Almerich, Amalric. He plays uh, Serge. In this movie. The ba- that bad guy from Quantum of Solace. Oh, yeah. The bad guy from Quantum yeah. of Solace. <laughs> oh, and by the way, most sh- again. Most forgettable of them, but I know, maybe but the most was, fun of all of them. Yeah, he was really good. He was really, There's some great stuff in Quantum. I mean, that movie yeah. might be the most fun of all of them. Yeah. There's, yeah. Like the most it's fun. fun. It's very, like, Agent, Agent Fields. action time. Her first name is Strawberry. Yeah. Strawberry forever. Feel forever. They don't play the song once. They don't. It's a bit real missed. And you don't learn her name until There's the credits. There's no Penny Lane. Just Strawberry Fields. There's no the Abbey Road. Nope. In this movie. Um. There's but no. Speaking of Sergeant Bond, Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Band James, James Bond's way too young for him wife. Leah Sado is in this. Yep. As the French and she's great. maid, hilarious, because she's just blah, 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 speaking in French, and I'm like, oh yeah, she's French. Amazing. This is fantastic. Yeah, and she played Moreau. Mm-hmm. The diamond-seeking assassin in uh, who gets kicked out of Wendy in Ghost, just like Willem Dafoe. Protocol. I was watching yeah. the special features. You want to know how they yeah. shot that? How? Uh, they put. They got a green yoga ball, 
oh, on God. a green screen and just made him like balance uh, on it. So it just that's <laughs> how they made it look like he was tumbling and falling. That moment. And there's a video. Oh. oh shit! You got him. Yeah. But there's a video of him doing that on the it's so ball, funny, and it's awesome. That whole scene where he's hanging out, it's very Princess Bride, where he's hanging on the cliff and mm-hmm. then like Willem Dafoe's cartoonishly stomping it and it's cracking more and he's like reciting this beautiful poem. And then, yeah, man, when Zero knocks him over and he goes, oh shit, you got him. It's the funniest. It's so funny. The abrupt cursing and the like at one point when when Rick just like him is, being so eloquent and then and he then, goes oh fuck it like oh, fuck it those moments are so great here's who i think should play oh, when he gets really like those fuckers yeah so good so good they killed my 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 sister the one with the bum foot yes those fuckers <laughs> awesome um so actually keller i want your i want your input in this because the character of moon knight yeah is a marvel comics character yeah he's kind of street level like daredevil yeah he is going to get his own Disney Plus powers? show. Yes and no. It is undefined. So because he, can go, he, he can only go out when the moon's out? Here's his backstory. Kind of. Here's his backstory. No. He is a mercenary. Yeah. So, so think like... The Punisher. Yes, but... Nicer. N- no, kind of meaner. Meaner? Well, no, nicer in some ways. But here's what happens. He is in some mission in the Middle East, in Egypt or somewhere. Yeah. And I think he's like a mercenary. He's working for some organization or maybe he's hired to kill somebody. Whatever the reasoning is, he's kind of a bad dude. Okay. He gets hurt somehow. But also this is comic books. So. It is. Redemption. I mean, Tony Stark is a bad dude. They're all bad dudes. The Redemption. Bad dude. Redemption. So he gets hurt. And I've then, yet to read a whole comic book where he's like a good dude. I know. Uh, you know what? I actually have one. You got to give me one. Uh, it's called Indestructible Hulk, where he straight like he up can't destruct. works for S.H.I.E.L.D., which I guess makes him kind of a bad guy. Yeah. Okay, the point right, is... You'll find one. There'll be one. Moon Knight is a character named Mark Spector, mm-hmm. and Mark is M-A-R-C. A ghost. Not yet. He he gets right, hurt, like I said. We did it. He gets hurt, like I said, in the desert, mm-hmm. and he finds himself... Uh, like well, in, gets a, hurt in, in the an, desert, like an Iron Egyptian, Man gets hurt in the desert type kinda, thing? Kind of. In an Egyptian tomb mm-hmm. and he looks up and there's this statue of an egyptian god named Khonshu, mm-hmm. and he starts praying to it and he's like if you if you let me live like so he's dying i'll, I'll do whatever you he's want injured yeah and he wakes up the next morning and he lived and so what happens no one is knows what his powers are, he becomes he... this this avatar avenging avatar of the of the egyptian god Khonshu. he oh, hears Khonshu. the thing about moon knight that's so brilliant is and the other thing he does too is that when he goes back to his home in New York City, he um, takes on three different personas. He takes on the Moon Knight vigilante at night who wears all white because mm-hmm. he wants bad guys to see him because fuck that. So he has like a cool vehicle. He's just like straight up Batman. He's got gadgets, Batarang type things. He's, he's Moon Knight, right? Is he's he beating guys up. Super no super rich? strength, kind of. He has another persona where he's like swinging playboy billionaire, this, yeah, this, this. Yeah, yeah. Then he has another persona where he's like, I'm on the streets and I'm like getting information from people. So he has kind of like split personalities. Does he actually split personalities or is it just three legit different? Legit split. Per- and then the comic books of Moon Knight that are very interesting and start to try to like really examine that are like, does this guy even have powers? Does Is he actually hearing Did any of this actually the Egyptian happen? god Khonshu or is he just... Cuckoo mm-hmm. for Cocoa Puffs. That's part of the whole thing for... So think of an actor who could play that. Think of an actor who could kind of play... Diff- and I'll give you my pick first. I'm going to do. I'm gonna tell you who I think... Where, like... And and again, I don't know how far they're going to go with it, but picture Why like, were they in Egypt? Again, like I said, mercenary. They were, they were like in the armed forces or they were working okay. for some organization like... 
like they were in the armed forces and then they got out of it and but they were still hired by a group that's like you're you guys are mercenaries like okay. we, like we're hired at like a private firm whatever whatever so but like, they're not like written as like a specific no okay i don't think so and i don't even know if there's a specific um like i don't think they're like on behalf of the U.S. Armed Forces, like, and I'll be honest, I've only read a handful of Moon Knight comics mm-hmm. that happened later. I haven't read his origin yet. I haven't read those early stuff yet, and I'm going to, and I want to. But, and the other thing too is, in I terms was wondering of, if he needed to be like an Egyptian person. Oh, he's a white guy. Okay, Mark Spector is from the U.S. from oh, New York okay, City. Okay, okay, think like Doctor Strange. Does it have to be a white guy? It doesn't have to be. Okay, but let's be honest. Could 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 up. Bruce Wayne Batman be any other? That's a good point. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like for what he's able mm-hmm. to do. And blend in and blah, 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 and blah, blah. He might kind of need to be white, maybe, but doesn't have to I be. I wish we had gotten Sterling K. Brown as a hero. Ooh, I know. Of but he's so good in that, in that one he's scene. He's so, in so that good one in one scene, scene in Black Panther. But I wish we had gotten Do him you th- as a You hero. know what I was thinking He'd about today? Crushed it. Because uh, Mahershala Ali. What if his kid came back? Isn't Mahershala Ali coming back? Bro, his kid is Killmonger. Okay, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Njabu's kid is what if they had another like, kid and it just and then K Brown comes back and Jaka or something? Yeah, it's Killmonger. Yeah, what okay, if it's true. Killmonger had a twin brother? I don't know. I don't know. Bring him back. Bring yeah. Michael B. Jordan back. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh shit, Mahershala Ali. Comic books have done that. <laughs> Mahershala is gonna play Blade. Oh fuck! Right, you know yes. about this. Yes, yes. But yes, here's yes, the thing. Yes, yes. He's also technically been. True. he was in Luke Cage. So t- and it's like and the and the Netflix stuff so far has not been explicitly said as being not canon like so far it counts because they've even referenced yeah and um oh my gosh i'm blanking on the actress's name from uh captain america civil war and she was in um shit i'm gonna have to look her up and she was in uh uh she gives the sad speech yes 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 yeah you know who i'm talking about about? yeah uh but i'm gonna look her up so she also technically has played there's been a handful of actors where um they have played now multiple roles technically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, technically. So when you're saying we would, I would love to get Sterling K. Brown, it would have been so good if he played a hero. Do you think we're going to get to a point where enough time has no passed? One will care. Yeah, where no one will care because again, technically, will you I know, kind of care. I know do TV, you kind of care. Does it hurt you a little? I do. I do kind I know, of care. I know. It does hurt me a little bit. It does hurt me a little but bit. But you wouldn't be mad if the part was good enough because it's Sterling it K. Was, Brown. Yeah. I'm not mad at Mahershala. I'm like, yes, he's, he's perfect, perfect for Blade. Yeah, exactly. I'm not mad. And mm-hmm. I'm also not mad at uh, the actress who was in Captain America Civil War and then she was in Luke Cage mm-hmm. um, because she was fantastic. Yeah. Um, hang on. Where is she right here? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Alfre Woodard. Amazing. Alfre Woodard from Star Trek First Contact, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Alfre Woodard, so amazing. And she plays Mariah Dillard in Luke Cage in the show. Mm-hmm. And she's in, in and she's Civil so good War. In that. She's so good in that. So like Mahershala was in that for the first half of season one, Cottonmouth. So they did that, killed. yeah. So yeah, man, I don't know if that gives you hope or if you, you know, like Sterling K. Brown I'm would fine. also be an amazing Moon Knight. He'd be an amazing, like it, like, it would yeah. be amazing. It'd be cool to get an Egyptian guy because mm-hmm. that would add a layer of like, whoa, like is it authentic? Is it, you know, my pick would be an actor from The Walking Dead <clears throat> and he technically voiced the- Norman Reedus. No, and he technically voiced the uh, Red Skull in oh, Avengers, guy? Ross Marquand, mm-hmm. because he can do impressions like amazingly. Like he can do, he can't do it anymore. But Kevin Spacey, but like Justin oh, yeah, Timberlake, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like all these amazing Matthew McConaughey. 
you know, all these incredible like impressions that I'm like, dude, give that guy the opportunity to do like different personas mm-hmm. and he'll do voices and hit like it, like it'll be like master disguise, mission impossible bullshit. You know? I wish it was like master disguise. It would be turtle, 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 turtle. So good. This needs a little bit of turtle, turtle. Who, who do you think else could play something like that? And in terms of tone, again, I don't know how hard they're going to go cause it's Disney plus, but like think like the Netflix daredevil, like street level, like that's yeah. what it could be. What actor that do you is, want to see? That is tough. Pick an actor from this movie. Shit. I'm going to pick an actor from this movie. <laughs> That's how we'll make the decision. Or another Wes Anderson Tom actor. Wilkinson. We oh, did it. Oh. Uh, I'm the Moon Knight. Just kidding. I don't want anybody in this movie to do it. Yeah. Not a one. Yeah. Owen not, Wilson couldn't do it. Other than Tony Revolori, Jason they're Schwartzman, not young no. dudes. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't. You know my favorite comic book movie he's in? Scott Pilgrim. He's oh, amazing yeah. And he's so good in it. He's so good Gideon. in that. Yeah. Fucking Gideon. Yeah. Maybe he could be Moon Knight's God bad guy. Gideon. Jude Law. Jason Jude Schwartzman. Jude Law could do it. Well, he's already in the MCU. He's already in the MCU. Captain Marvel. He's already in the MCU. Jan Rog. And he's great in that. He is. For, for a movie. I hope they bring him back for that season. He's sequel. so good in this. Yeah, he is. He really is. We have three amazing narrators. F. Murray Abraham. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson, who turns into Jude Law, and then it's F. Murray Abraham takes over. Yeah. I love that too. I do love that framing. I, I do love F. You know, Murray Abraham. Me too. Also, the aspect ratio changing. Yep, it's awesome. It's so cool. Also, time. Last Action Hero is great. Uh, yes, it's a great movie. No one's gonna deny it. No one will deny it. No one can. Nobody can. I want someone to try and deny that to me. And you know what? F. Murray A- F. Murray Abraham is one of my favorite parts of How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, which is not great. He's so good, but though. he is. His voice is just silk, he's, dude. His voice. His voice is silk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you like his voice and you haven't seen the third How to Train Your Dragon watch movie, Amadeus. He's first of all watch Amadeus if you like his voice. <laughs> I would say he's I been would say forever though. I would say priorities. I would say watch How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World first. Yep. Then watch Amadeus. Yep. Then watch Last Action Hero. Then watch Then watch Last Action Hero. And then that's, watch Grand Budapest Hotel. And then Grand Budapest. And that's your quadrilogy of the F. Murray Abraham performances you I think he'd be pissed if we if you heard us say it. that of course no, we are of course we are i know we for sure are but i, I mean like a, I he's a been joke, in a million movies i picked a joke role i picked like he's Last been Action around hero acting his ass off for for years <laughs> amadeus is brilliant it is brilliant he's brilliant, in island dogs and oh. Murray abraham gets to come back and here's the other thing i'm really excited about is that now we've got to this like avengers level here's every wes anderson actor and what makes it even easier? Who makes the cut? <laughs> Voice acting. Yeah. Who makes the cut Owen for Wilson's Isle of Dogs? Owen Wilson's not in Isle of Dogs. That's kind of nuts. It is. I think it's the first one. He's not. No, he was not in Moonrise. Was he? No, he's not in Moonrise. He was you're right. not. You're right. He was you know not. what? You're right. <clears throat> and he's I, in Scarface. I remember in Scarface. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I got to watch Scarface. I've never seen it. Work. I've never Me seen neither. it. Me neither. I'll watch it if they're making a remake. I, I am fine. Scarface is on the saying list. Isn't it? I haven't seen really popular movies yet. I'm because fine. They're probably on the 500 greatest films list. And End. it's like fine. I'm fine. Period. End. <laughs> uh, what else is he in? Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Mighty Aphrodite. Mm hmm. Children of the Revolution, Babyface wow. Nelson, Eruption, mm. Star Trek Insurrection. He is in that. Not a great film, but he has some crazy makeup in that. Of course, he's probably great in it. Muppets from Space. Ooh, let's watch that. What the fuck? Dude, let's do all the Muppet movies. We have to do Maybe. 13 Ghosts. Of Scooby-Doo? No, or just 13 just Ghosts? Just 13 Ghosts. Not interested. I think Scooby-Doo makes a cameo, though. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> what if he I, did? He, I, hope that I wish Scooby-Doo was one of the 13 Ghosts in yeah, that. I hope so. 
You know they did a direct-to-video movie about that? About the 13 ghosts? Because I think I showed you in that Scooby-Doo encyclopedia that I got that like there was a cartoon show from the 80s called The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Vincent Price. He was in Lady and the Tramp. In the new one. Yes. Huh. Yes, he was He's awesome so in that. so good in that. I love that. I love I that movie. I loved it. It's good. That filled my heart with joy when he showed yeah. up on that screen. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he played uh, Italian who wants to see dogs fuck. He's great half Italian. Role. Great role. I love it. Yeah, it's course. You're right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's half Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like doling out spaghetti. He owns an Italian. <laughs> I want that version of Efri Abraham who's just like got an Italian restaurant. <laughs> I want to like go there so the bad. From Stanley Tucci's Italian restaurant. Oh. Talk about a big night. Exactly. Oh, man. Who would be... Uh, the Stanley Tucci in that scenario who would have the fancy bombastic Italian restaurant and who would have the nice understated one. Stanley Ooh. Tucci would have the bombastic, the bombastic one, one in that scenario. You're and right. Abraham right. would have the understated one. Absolutely. Wow. It'd still be great. I'd watch that movie. I'd, I would too. Hollywood, that's a free idea for you. Guys, Take remake it. Big Night but Take have it. Stanley yeah. Tucci <laughs> be in it again and then have Ephraim Abraham play Ian Holm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, it's the other awesome. way around. Yeah. Ian Holm would be. It's like when okay. they, they do we're losing plays. It's Keller. like when they. We're losing. How? We're lo- who who, who is, doesn't want to hear this? Well, who? I hope they know what Big Night is. It's a great film. Tell them what Big Night is. Guys, it's kind of obscure. It's kind of obscure. <laughs> Stanley Tucci wrote and directed a movie called Big Night in like 1996 or something, it's right? It's so good. He owns an Italian restaurant with Tony Shalhoub. They're yeah. two Italian brothers named yeah. Primo and Secondo. It's great. It's so good. Yeah, especially Ian if you like in it, many drivers in it. Cooking. Allison Janney's in it. Yes, it's a uh, insane cast. You know what else Allison Janney's in? What Six Days Seven Nights, baby. which turned out to be bad. Pretty bad, not great. Two stars. Mm, yes, one star. Two. Come on, one star. Two. A- there was some laughs. Harrison Ford delivers is what it says on my DVD cover, and it's true. Damn. It's true. It's yeah. true. He yeah. wags his finger a lot. Does he? Yeah. Okay. And the three pirates are no joke. Um. Tamora Morrison is the lead bad guy pirate. Oh, shit. Danny Trejo. What the fuck? And they're all, like, young. It's a really weird, like, eclectic mix of... And then Cliff Curtis is the actor's name. He's from... um, Oh, my God. He's from tons of stuff. I think he's in Dr. Sleep. I'm going to look him up right now. We're going to lose him again. I'm going to look him up right now. We've already lost him, and then we brought it back to Big Night, and they were like, what the fuck's that? And then now we're bringing... We're losing him with this. You know Cliff Curtis. Oh, he's, he's great. He's great. So he's it's so good. Him, tomorrow, he's in a uh, fucking... Uh, Dr. Sleep, I just said. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, is he? Yeah, remember? What? No. Isn't he... Uh, oh, dude, he's in Avatar 2. He is in Hobbs and Shaw. He's in yeah, Avatar remember, 2 he's, and 3. Uh, the Rock's brother who lives on the island. Oh, hell yeah. And wants to fucking beat his ass. And he has dreads, right? And he has dreads. Bro, he has dreads in Six Days, Seven Nights. Man, they're bringing him, it... They're calling it back? Tamora Morrison, Wait, who's Aquaman's dad. Now I have to see Six Days, Seven Nights. I didn't know they were, I didn't know <laughs> they were referencing Danny, it in and Hobbs Danny and Trejo, Shaw. And Danny Trejo are is, the pirates. Is Danny Trejo holding a machete? Uh, He has like a machine gun. Damn it. I know. Macheting gun. I know. Oh, and here's another thing I have to mention. Danny Trejo takes us to what we do in the shadows because he's a vampire, a mortal vampire. And the leader of the Vampire Council in season one is Tilda Swinton. And Tilda's in Grand Budapest Hotel. That's makeup so fun. That's is also insane. one of the funniest jokes ever. Which one? Is having actual Tilda Swinton <laughs> be the leader of the vampires. Yeah, and Taika and, and the two guys from, yeah. yeah, and Jermaine and the other guy from the movie. And then it's like Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton. And then they're talking about like Tom and Brad didn't want to make it. Yeah, you yeah. know, like all the, all, you know. It's such a good it's round that, of cameos. That whole sequence is phenomenal. Wesley Snipes via Skype. Tilda Swinton 
is amazing in this movie. She her makeup is next level. I was like blown away that that was Tilda Swinton. Yeah, you didn't realize it. Like you could see that it's her, but I was like, "What? Did they age her?" Yeah, incredible. It was like a CG. Is she about to give the shield to Sam? Make- <laughs> <laughs> Sam Wilson is now the Grand Budapest Hotel. All right, <laughs> y'all. I think we we hit everything once again. Thanks to Tony Rivolori for um letting us say things he said. Yeah. I hope we don't get a cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Tony Rivalori Incorporated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again to the people who wrote in. If you guys want to leave us a review, you can go to Apple Podcasts and do a five star review and then do any type of anything. You can't do it on Google Podcasts. You so can't email do it. Google Podcasts. You can email us at 500 Greatest Films. And we'll forward it to Google Podcasts. At gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter. Um, at the podcast. Yeah. Or you can or just hit our us accounts. up individually. At Keller Knobloch, at Hector is funny. Mm-hmm. And Keller. I'm not funny, Hector is. Tell people, and I'm not Knobloch, Keller is. Amen, brother. Tell people. <laughs> just kidding, you're honorary Knobloch. Yeah, thanks, man. And you're honorary funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell, <Like> Doug. <laughs> tell people uh, where people can watch. Um, tell people where people can watch the people in I Love Dogs. You may all watch. The people in Isle of Dogs, which there are a few of, yeah. for it is mostly dogs, mm-hmm. on Cinemax, or you can rent it. Yeah, that's true. It says it's on Cinemax, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, I know it's true. You sent it to me. For subscribers, what does that which mean? Which means if you have Amazon and it's like... A Cinemax You can get the Cinemax channel. subscription thing via Amazon. Gotcha. So it should also say Cinemax, but I agree. it doesn't. So there is Isle of Dogs. Otherwise, it's rentable, like Keller said. Two, three bucks on Redbox, Amazon. It's not a criterion yet, Play. so I don't have very many special feats to go through. Oh, okay, good. This time around. We good. are going I got to... No commentary. Well, I know, but you'll eventually... Well, look, get through everything, even without the commentary. Whatever they have on there is going to be... You're we doing have Fast and Furious. I'm not doing that I know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Give yourself a little bit of a break. You've and it does suck that you also have to do 007. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if you want, yeah, it I'll does take that suck on. that you have to do that. I'll take that on. It sucks um, that you, Hector, is funny <laughs> <laughs> have to do that. <laughs> I'll take it. But uh, two days, we're back with our last Wes Anderson do do, do, film. Do. Two days, we're back. Two days, we're back. Do 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 do. Uh, Friday, last episode of the Wes Anderson quarantine bonus episodes of the podcast, and then next week we start the Fast and Damn. the Furious. Thank you for listening. Go Which watch. Making carne asada the next. Hell series. yeah, dude! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna run out of Coronas by then. I better save them. We have to be Corona drunk for one of those episodes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Corona. Probably drunk. Tokyo drift. So I'll need to have drank 16 Coronas. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Yeah, <laughs> it's a light beer for a light boy. Yep. Yep. Uh, go watch Isle of Dogs. We'll see you in two days on Friday. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening. You guys are great. You guys are great. Bye. Bye.